I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. All right, there you go. We we are all in this together. A uh, little bit, of, a little bit of Disney there, and uh, High School Musical, and uh, we thought, you know, with everything going on, you've got uh, Disney family sing-alongs, you've got the entertainment industry uh, trying to bring people together in a host of different ways. A lot of things going on social media, positive things, negative things, all kinds of interesting, trending things as it relates to culture. So we thought, and I know that's always dangerous when we think around here, but we thought we better. Get the great Herb Scribner on. Herb, how you doing? Boyd, it's great to be uh, brought back together with you for this, uh, <laughs> this, this beautiful radio segment. Uh, that... Thanks for having me on. Uh, I know you are in a secure, uh, undisclosed location, uh, social distancing your, your way through all of this. Uh, so first, everything going okay your way? Everything's going great. You know, uh, I'm... I'm trying to find new ways to say, stay entertained and find new things to engage with during this time but yeah everything's going okay are you are you guys doing okay we're doing we're doing well and uh, of course we always uh, like seeing uh, your work in the pages of the deseret news and on deseret.com uh, i thought it was fascinating one of the things that uh, you had done a little write-up on was uh, so, you know some of the disney food recipes uh and that just blew up the website millions of views uh, to get the uh, dole whip <laughs> recipe what else is trending out there yeah, so Disney's been—I mean, Disney's been trending a lot these last few weeks. They're releasing a lot of recipes and activities that families can do together during the outbreak. Um, some other trends that are interesting are movies about pandemics. I think people are still uh, interested in watching movies and reading books about pandemics and outbreaks and that kind of stuff. And that's a way for people to kind of calm their anxieties and see the most worst-case scenario through fiction and then that way it calms their kind of real life day-to-day uh outlook. makes reality not so bad huh <laughs> yeah re- right exactly it makes reality look okay and you know there's just been you know there's it's become an interesting time where there's not any sports there's no new movies and so there's just been a, a big shift towards finding some things to watch i know there's uh been some streams online of people watching uh, people ride bikes and drive trucks and just little things like that that are kind of 
you wouldn't normally watch, but they're they're all over the place today because people are trying to find stuff to keep themselves engaged and yeah, I think, and not I, bored. Yeah, I think the cat videos and panda videos and all of those things uh, seem to be trending uh, quite well. Uh, it was interesting yesterday. Uh, ESPN has been teasing out for uh, <laughs> really since the pandemic started uh, that they were going to have uh, this thing called Last Dance. The show of the '90s, the team of the '90s. How you feeling? Whenever they speak Michael Jordan, they should speak Scotty Pippen. We created an image that people want to live up to. All right, there's uh, there's the little teaser there. Uh, we watched that at my house last night. Did you take uh, take part in the uh, last dance? Oh, you bet I did. Yeah, I watched uh, both hours. It was probably the quickest two hours of my life, and <laughs> it was great. It was a great thing to see. Um, just from my perspective, you know, I grew up, kind of in the post-Bulls era. I really got into basketball around the Kobe Shaq Lakers era, so it was kind of post-Bulls. So it's amazing to go back and see some of these moments and and uh, get a refresher about how good Jordan really was. And it's cool to see the, the you know, the behind-the-scenes stuff as well. Yeah, it was amazing that they uh, they allowed them to do that kind of behind-the-scenes footage uh, way back in the 90s. That uh, was a little surprising. I, I, I know some of our uh, sports guys are saying, hey, we may – we may learn something about uh, our Stockton to Malone uh, Utah Jazz uh, out of this ten-part series. Yeah, I think I think there's a good chance that we'll see a few things about the Utah Jazz in there, um, considering you know the the back-to-back finals and and just the you know what was going on there. I know we're going to see some stuff about Dennis Rodman, so who knows what we'll see between him and Carl Malone um, because they you know reportedly had a feud and. And I do recommend everybody to go to Deseret.com and, and find a piece by um, Court Mann. He wrote this great piece about what Utah Jazz fans yeah. hope to learn uh, from this documentary and what kind of cool questions uh, that the documentary will hopefully answer because uh, there's a lot of questions about yeah. you know, the Jazz Bulls, and, and hopefully they'll get the answers. And, and of course, the, the real answer is that Michael Jordan pushed off uh, it should have been an offensive foul, and the last basket should not have counted. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. I cannot confirm or deny. I, you know, but I, I definitely am not a fan of the push off in general. So if he did push off, then, uh, then yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta talk to the NBA about you know giving that back. Right. We gotta fix that uh, for sure. One of the other interesting things uh, that have been going on a lot of different uh, kinds of concerts, and uh, there was uh, one that. Uh, Played out over the weekend, the One World Together at Home. Uh, even had a little bit of Rolling Stones in there. Just got to have a little uh, Rolling Stones in there. And, of course, they were doing that through social distance. They were all in different locations as they, <laughs> as they sang that. But uh, there have been a lot of things uh, like this. Uh, with different uh, individuals and organizations coming together, as you look at some of the pop culture things uh, from from your vantage point, Herb, what are you what are you seeing? What are we going to learn out of all of this? Yeah, I think it's a real cool message when you see things like this, you know, One World, and you see things like the Disney Family Sing Along. You know, these are cool little events that we don't really get in the day to day, and we weren't getting a lot during the day to day. And I think, for the most part, what struck out to me was how much it it kind of brings it back to family and brings it back to, you know, finding hope and finding success in ways that you might not have seen before. I do think, you know, the Disney family sing along, especially when I was kind of hearing about that, I was like, that's a really unique thing that we haven't seen in years because everyone is so busy. Everyone is go, go, go. 
and this is a this was a nice thing to have people just kind of relax, watch this kind of sing along with some, you know, favorite tunes and some favorite celebrities. And I think it's, it does a lot about bringing hope back and making making people, you know, excited to spend time with family and excited to just kind of relax and you know just have a good time and not worry too much about you know the craziness going on around us and. Um, it's definitely a positive message that these things are giving us. Yeah, I think there's so many uh, great things in there in terms of uh, we talk about uh, we often use the excuse, if only I had time, if only I had time, I'd, right. I'd get that workout in, I'd spend more time with my kids or I'd do this or that. And now we're finding out that uh, we do have time. And uh, some people are finding out it's a little harder to be uh, the boss of yourself <laughs> all day, every day, than it is going into work for a few hours. But uh, always interesting. Herb Scribner joining us. Uh, Herb, uh, thanks for watching the interwebs for us. If anything else pops up uh, during the week, give us a shout uh, from your secure, undisclosed location, and uh, we'll pass it along. Thanks, Boyd. Sounds great. Great to hear your voice. All right. Herb Scribner, always love having Herb on the show. Great insight uh, in terms of things that are trending uh, and how it all ties together in terms of some of the core principles that really unite us and bind us uh, as a society. And and uh, it is. This is one of those periods where we can really look at the things that we say, oh, if only I had time, I would. Uh, now we have time. Will you? That's the test. That's the question. All right. We're going to step aside. Final break. When we come back, we're going to talk about where we are in this whole pandemic and what is ahead. A lesson from baseball. Don't miss it on KSL News Radio. We'll be back. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.